Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first Varia Mini. Uh, we usually get together every Tuesday, Fasek Fails, Desmar Sama, and I, to talk nerdy stuff. Uh, but we couldn't make it this week, so instead of going a whole week without doing anything, I thought I would give you a mini, a little bite-sized form of our show. Something quick uh, that I could throw out there, just so it isn't so silent. So in this mini, I thought I'd talk about the five series that I can't wait for the next entry to come. Granted, I do not watch a lot of TV or a lot of uh, streaming shows. I generally watch movies when I have the time. But these series have got me. They grabbed me and they took root and I am tethered to them. I cannot wait for the next entry, as are many people. So without further ado, let's jump right in. I want to say this list is in no particular order. It's just five series that I absolutely adore and I want to see more of. Let's start with this show here. Money is, at its essence, that measure of a man's choices. That's right. Uh, Ozark on Netflix has one final season coming. Uh, first aired 2017, so about four years ago. If you haven't seen this series, uh, the premise is uh, after a money laundering scheme for Mexican drug cartel goes wrong, financial advisor Martin Marty Bird proposes to make amends by offering to set up a bigger laundering operation in the Lake of the Ozarks, region of central Missouri. Marty Bird, he's played by Jason Bateman. Uh, Laura Linney is in this uh, show. Wonderful cast all around. Wonderful show. Great writing. The thing that gets me about this show is how <laughs> Marty is constantly being put through the ringer. He has to come up on the fly with these answers to the problems that he faces. And they pile up. They amount uh, on his shoulders, the weight of the world. His family, he has to uproot from Chicago and move down to Missouri to get this whole operation going. Otherwise, he's dead. His family will die. And they don't know it. Of course, he doesn't want to let them in on the uh, the on the bit. He, he wants them to have a regular life. Meanwhile, he's just trying to do what he can to save them. And everything spirals, spirals out of control, uh, eventually engulfing the whole family, obviously. The fourth season, I'm glad there's only four seasons, by the way, because if the show goes on too long, it will no doubt go off the deep end. It'll jump the shark. So by them announcing the fourth and final season, I think they understand that. And they'll provide the best ending possible for this, uh, in this situation that completely compounds season after season after season. And I can't wait for it. Uh, it's coming in sometime uh, 2022, probably. Of course, it got delayed because of COVID, uh, the pandemic. But they started filming it, and it's going to be 14 episodes instead of the usual 10. So we're getting a little extra, a little extra on the uh, little cherry on our Sunday, if you will. And it's going to be great. It can only be great. And I cannot wait for it to come out. On Netflix, you can watch the first three seasons streaming there right now. For our next series, we have... That's right, it's Invincible, season two. 
on Amazon Prime. Season one took me by surprise. Uh, 57 in uh, the community, he suggested it to all of us, and we watched it. We gobbled it up. It was an amazing introduction to the world of Invincible, to the uh, storytelling taking the usual superheroes and flipping them on their head. Uh, this is a completely different world than what you're seeing in Marvel or, or DC, and that's how they intend it to be uh, from the get-go. Where is it going to go from here? The season 1 really opened up the floodgates. We have so many unanswered questions, but they are coming. Uh, Amazon has renewed them for a second and a third season, which will come probably somewhere around the beginning of 2022. The original aired back in March, March 25th of 2021 this year. Now, if you haven't seen the show, Mark Grayson is a normal teenager, uh, except for the fact that his father, Nolan, is the most powerful superhero on the planet. He's basically Superman. Uh, shortly after his 17th birthday, Mark begins to develop powers of his own and enters into his father's tutelage. Uh, this, of course, comes at the uh, death of the entire Guardians of the Globe. They're a big superhero organization that guards the planet, and they mysteriously have been murdered. So there's a whole mystery going on who done it um, while Mark is learning about his new abilities and really learning about his father and his father's history uh, on earth and wherever he came from. So it's absolutely, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. There are some really hard episodes to watch. It's violent. <laughs> There's no getting around it. It's absolutely violent. And seeing the violence that gruesome and in detail and in seeing experiencing it through Mark's eyes is just something that it gets hard to stomach but the show is absolutely amazing and I cannot wait to see where they go from here my cat can either so that will be coming out Amazon Prime check it out if you haven't yet the third series I want to talk about is The Orville. I have watched season one and I thought, okay, this is a funny Star Trek parody show. Interesting characters. Um, I didn't really give it too much thought beyond that. It was a good show. Don't get me wrong. And then I saw season two. And boy, this is like Star Trek. The way it originally intended to be. The way Star Trek has gone with Discovery and whatnot is its own world. Your own universe, I guess. Uh, but Orville really brings it back to kind of the roots of where Star Trek was. And they give it a more human, a more uh, comedic tone, thanks to Seth MacFarlane um, and all the characters, all the actors within this series. But it's still heartfelt. It's still really interesting and amazing. Really good budget, big budget. Uh, if you haven't seen it, the uh, premise is the Orville is set on a the titular spacecraft USS Orville, a mid-level exploratory vessel in a planetary union, a 25th century interstellar alliance of Earth and many other planets. 
show consists of adventures encountered by the ship's crew, usually involving planet exploration and visits to various parts of the galaxy. And a lot of the story you see mimicking in ways uh, Star Trek. Uh, you see kind of the Borg, uh, Kalon comparison because they are both robotic species um, and various other aspects of the show obviously are very closely resembling Star Trek, but it is its own thing and it's so good. It, it got so good in season two. I cannot wait for season three. Season two aired back, season one and two aired back on Fox in 2017 and they ended up canceling, if I recall correctly, canceling it, but it got picked up on Hulu. So it's going to be on Hulu now. Coming probably sometime in 2022. No real uh, definite answer on that one yet, but I'm ecstatic. I'm watching it on Hulu right now, and it is wonderful. Go watch it. You won't be sorry. It's fantastic. The fourth show series I want to talk about is one that I just started watching recently. Here it is. You guessed it. If you know it, The Warrior. Um, this was a show that was Many people have told me about Fat Sack Fails has watched it and he is preaching to the choir. Uh, 57. Yeah, some of my co-workers are telling me watch Warrior and I finally did and it's amazing. Uh, set during the Tong Wars in the 1870s San Francisco series follows Assam, a martial arts prodigy who immigrates from China in search of his sister, only to be sold to one of the most powerful Tongs in Chinatown. And it's a very interesting show because... On the surface, it's a it's a martial arts show. You get a lot of uh, Wing Chun. I, I love the Ip Man movies. Fantastic. Donnie Yen is absolute boss in all those movies, in every movie he's in, really. This show um, brings that martial arts flavor, that style, to the, I guess, TV screen. But it goes much more beyond that. Because beyond the idea of the American-China rivalry in San Francisco during that time. You break it down, you have different rivals within the China, uh, Chinese faction or Chinese race in Chinatown. You have the different factions almost between uh, the Americans. You have, because of the Civil War just took place, on uh, the police force, you see a conflict between people in the north and people in the south who are working now in the same uh, police department. Uh, just conflicts all over the place. Interesting characters. Uh, and again, fantastic fight scenes. The bare-knuckle boxing. You get the martial arts. You get some uh, sword axe play. It, it's fantastic. And it can only go uh, get better from here. I've only been... Uh, I've only seen a couple of episodes at this point, but I am going to watch uh, all two seasons. The third season is coming on HBO. Now, this was formerly on Cinemax, but they ceased all original production, and HBO picked them up for their third season, which is where I'm watching the uh, first two on HBO Max. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Go and watch this show. It's amazing. Really great production, really great 
acting all around. Very interesting. The final show I want to talk about is... Well, that's a Loki theme, but really it's anything Marvel on Disney Plus right now. We have had WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and now Loki. Actually, just today as I record this, had their final uh, episode for season one. They got renewed for a season two. But we have coming up, what if the animated, uh, what if, you know, Agent Carter was actually Captain America, stuff like that. Ms. Marvel's coming at the end of this year. So is Hawkeye. Uh, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion coming early to mid-2022. Uh, Late 2022, there's a Guardian of the Galaxy uh, holiday special. So I imagine around Thanksgiving, maybe Christmas. And then in the future sometime, Ironheart, Armor Wars, and then an untitled Wakanda series is coming and then, of course, we have more way out in the future. Like I said, Loki Season 2, uh, What If Season 2, and then there's an untitled Echo series that is in talks that may be coming sometime in the future. But uh, Marvel right now is doing wonderful, right? All their series, despite the hiccups they have, right? Because of COVID, they had to reshoot or chose to reshoot a couple of scenes within... Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I felt that, you know, brought the story down a little bit. Same thing happened with WandaVision as well. But all in all, series are phenomenal. They are doing a great job reintroducing these characters, bringing them into a new light, bringing them into a new phase of Marvel, which we are going to see very soon in the theaters. So I cannot wait for what they have coming next. Which is actually uh, What If, coming August 11th, and then Ms. Marvel later uh, this year with Hawkeye as well. Uh, yeah, so I cannot wait to see any and all of that. And I'd love to hear from you guys. What do you think about my list? Do you want to see any of these on the list? Do you want to see anything else? Let me know. Uh, leave a message here on Anchor. Leave a message on Twitter. Wherever you can find me. Leave a message. Tell me what series you're interested in, what you love about them, what you don't love about what I just mentioned. I'd love to hear from you guys. But that's all I got for you for this mini, uh, really short, compact episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. And we will talk to you next Tuesday where we are going to go over the entirety of the Loki series and everything else nerdy. Have a great night. See you guys.